rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You must evolve because this is how the world works. I am your host, Devon, and you are listening to Center of the Sun Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Are you going to Friendsgiving? Some people can only go to Friendsgiving because they can't afford to go to real Thanksgiving. People do it in college and shit like that. I don't know. Everybody on Twitter, they've been talking about um, or they've been dragging uh, Mark Lamont Hill. (laughs) Black people haven't fucked with him since um, I, I know I haven't fucked with him since he told me to vote for the Green Party. Um, but the controversial tweet, tweet about fucking macaroni and cheese, whatever the hell, he's getting dragged about that. Um, but Kaya and Azalea Banks are, um, you know, I'm a brand loyalist. I don't know. I don't know what is going on on social media. I'm a brand loyalist. Kaya and Azalea Banks, you know, they have the upper hand when it comes to issues. Um, uh, with their opinions <laughs> because um because I've known them for longer time so uh Kaya and Azalea Banks have uh been roasting Lizzo for some odd reason I don't understand uh for her recent award show wins and they've been roasting Lizzo and calling her fat and calling her nasty and ugly and just these very weird attacks and I can't help but to laugh because it's just like girls fighting with each other I don't know it's not very serious because in this whole world of um, of feminism and me too and like solidarity there's like this undercurrent of cattiness that's happening and I just find it kind of funny but I'm a brand loyalist, so naturally, because I grew up with Kaya, even though she's washed up or whatever, or seemingly, I don't know how people move in the world. Everything is produced on the internet, so she could be like a whole, 
She can have something going on in the background. I wouldn't know or she could be totally ruined in the background and I wouldn't know um, because all you have is this little frame in the phone. But basically she's out here like going in on Lizzo and I can't help but laugh because um, I can't help but laugh because uh, she's kind of right. She's kind of right because we do overvalue uh, proximity to whiteness and Lizzo apparently has taken the industry by storm in terms of black women um, because she's being called a rapper and an R&B singer and all these things that she didn't originally do as an artist. I don't know. I don't listen to Liz- I don't listen to Lizzo. I don't listen to Kaya because she's super homophobic. So actually, I don't really care. But I do listen to Azalea Banks. <laughs> And Azalea Banks said the same thing. She called her Fat Lizzo. And I'm still trying to find why. Well, I know why she called her Fat Lizzo because Azalea Banks is skinny and Lizzo is not. But um, yeah, there's all these, there's these undercurrents of just cattiness that I don't understand. And I don't like any of their music. I like some of Azalea Banks' music, but I prefer my own. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. We're <laughs> Thanksgiving to all and to all a good night. Cash doll. You know, she admitted, you know, continuing on our thing about women and rap, she admits that she writes 80% of her music and that she lets other people come help her. So I saw this, this tweet, um, and just basically people eat on the internet for money now. And I wish I would have chosen that as a job instead of what I currently do. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I'll just be a skinny hard worker over here and let y'all be the internet queens or whatever. But Cash Doll, a rapper, she admits that she writes 80% of her music and she lets others come in and help her, you know? And honestly, if I think about music and because everybody is so focused on these rappers and these women on Twitter and all this kind of stuff, I feel like people forget that regardless of what Kai is saying about Lizzo and Azalea Banks and Iggy Azalea and Nicki Minaj and Cardi B like what people aren't realizing is that the first thing of the first rule of music is that it should be fun so if we're not laughing and playing and like being ridiculous and like I guess making fun of each other because we're all at the caliber that we know how to there's nothing like even if I make fun of you you shouldn't be able you you should feel like you're being bullied but at the end of the day like you're the shit too so we can we're all and all you gotta do is fight back like fight back but we're in this day and age where people they prefer to get in their feelings or they had never been in a fight before and so they didn't know that they should fight back but anyway in this age of music and uh fighting about music and about who's the best what we don't realize is that music is largely collaborative and if it's not collaborative, it is at the very least fun. So when somebody like Cardi B or Cash Doll or whoever comes out and says that I only write a fraction of my music, that's okay because I didn't expect you to sit down and make a whole song by yourself anyway because that would be fucking miserable. And um, have you ever re- re- sang in a choir? Have you ever sang... Have you ever been to a concert? There is nobody just sitting on a stage by themselves doing a song alone. There's always a band. There's always something. There's always a piece of collaboration going on. And the fact that people ignore that, especially with rap, I don't get it. And men don't have this kind of um, 
this kind of pressure. And so then I guess it's just sexism or whatever it is, but you can't, if anybody, basically my rule is if I see anybody, I'm playing with a pen, I don't know if you can hear it. If anybody's making fun of a lyricist of any caliber, except for like Lil Pump, like people that were like really make really stupid music. Um, if you have any opinion over anybody making a song, you obviously have never sang and you don't know how, how to sing. You can't learn. You're dumb. And uh, you've never written a, you've never, um, you've never written a song. You never sang and you're dumb. And then uh, you obviously have no concept of music and how to make it and the business. And then you don't have any concept of business. It's like, how do you have an opinion over this like incredibly nuanced, high, high skill, like you need to require skills and uh, you have an opinion if someone doesn't create it in your image the way that you would do it anyway i don't know fuck all the haters but kaya i mean she's the ultimate hater when she said my neck my back my pussy and my crack like we should have known she would we should have known she would never go away um like people with these like everlasting opinions and that's why i have a uh, that's why i have a talk show a podcast because your opinions do matter and regardless of if you're right people do listen so i guess i'm just a low-key stan of kaya whatever i'm a low-key stan of amarion too and i feel bad for amarion these days but i don't watch tv so i do really don't watch love and hip-hop i don't even know if this is the right show it probably is not but it's fine but Lil fizz and omarion are making the best tv out here in these streets they are fighting the girls are fighting uh, they're fighting over a girl apparently i don't know anything about fighting over a girl i don't even know about fighting over a boy because i don't have time yeah i'm just so over it i'm so over everything and honestly, if Little Fizz wants to fuck Amarion's ex or whatever, whoever, Bob, mother of his children or whatever, his step somebody creating stepchildren for his friend. I don't I don't even know. But apparently they're flaunting it around because it's like makes perfect TV. And I'm like, does anybody realize that no one cares about who you fuck? Um, yeah, people really I guess when you're horny, you're horny. And I don't know why. Omarion is in my umvelt these days. Um, I need him to leave, but everybody keeps talking about it and keeps pointing into their vaginas. I don't understand. Um, and talking about like this pussy is golden. I'm like, what? How is that even possible? Is your pH is like your pH like special? You have some microbiota down there. That's that's giving you some powers. I don't know. I just I don't I don't get it. But apparently. Uh, we are not shame. We are not ashamed of sex and sexuality these days. And I'm actually, I think it's great. Uh, and the more people that explore their sexuality, even if it's weird on TV with Lil Fizz and Omarion, do that. I mean, um, if that makes you comfortable, do that because it takes the onus off of me to teach you about your sexuality. If everybody's engaging in the bull crap, um, and that's what I tell my patients. I'm like, I mean, three people came into my clinic with an STD and I'm like, are y'all sleeping with each other? Like, I don't know what's going on, but, um, nonetheless, it's normal and it's, it's the iterative process of being a human. 
And if you don't get an STD, something's probably wrong because you're not having sex, which means that something is probably wrong with you emotionally. And then da da da. You know, it's like a cascade of things. So having an STD is just evidence that you're normal, that you're a normal person. Um, people avoid me all the time because they think I'm perfect or whatever it is. I'm like, you have no idea. Um, but, you know, I keep a good facade up, but who doesn't? But having STDs, being exposed to all kinds of things is normal because um, we're biological uh, entities on planet Earth. So um, just like, uh, let's see, Jeff Bezos, an, another biological entity who I consider probably one of the least influential people to me um because he's just like the symbol of the capitalist society that we've been trying to deregulate for the last 30 years that has that trump finally has you know put the nail in the coffin with the deregulation and all that kind of shit Jeff Bezos, um, you know, he's a billionaire or whatever it is, or I don't know. I honestly, I don't care about people's money. I just know that when you got too much, you got too fucking much because I work in public health and I don't have time to be worrying about um, every dollar that somebody has when literally people are out here dying when you have too much money. So um, it doesn't really matter to me the amount of money that somebody has but when the society is being milked for its for its loopholes um that's when i have an issue with your amount of money um if you pay taxes and everything's funded and everything is copacetic and all the budgets are good and you have an excess of billions of dollars then by all means get your life sir but the nih needs funding um, so I'm gonna need you to pay tax because what we're not gonna do is have to. Re- I don't want to have to rely on Gilead to pay half on go half on a on a clinical trial. Um, we're not do. I don't want to do this. I don't want to. I don't want Gilead and Vive to pay half, but I want the government to be able to study and validate and all those things with research so that we can trust our healthcare providers. Um, and it's stories like Jeff Bezos. That actually, if you go to my blog at Devon.org, D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org, you can see the entire tweet thread that kind of just lays out the effed up way that we justify our fucked up government and sometimes economy, even though my entire retirement is is, is in U.S. dollars. Thank God for being associated with the government it's stuff like this where it's like people want to destroy the government because they haven't benefited from it or they don't see the benefit that they've gotten from it and um but it all starts with taxes and jeff bezos he is one of the most successful ceos in american history because he's been able to avoid all taxes and not have and and just reap all benefits from it so there's been public backlash of of course i don't even use amazon i don't even want to use your data center i'm gonna use a data center in switzerland god damn it i'm using somebody private and i'm making sure somebody is not you and um 
yeah that's how opposed to amazon i refuse to buy anything on amazon i know i'm not buying anything no i refuse i will buy it from the farmer's market i will go to the farmer's market i will have nothing in my home before i go to amazon i will be motherfucking starving before i buy food off of amazon like nah bruh nah jeff bezos nah no no um the way y'all treat you treat your workers not cool the way you treat now i do the one thing i do appreciate about amazon is that they're taking they're taking the old malls from northeast ohio and they're taking and they're buying them up i actually like that idea. that's a great idea because i was i'm kind of worried about the industrial or the manufacturing and the retail that is abandoned here in ohio but i do like but i don't like the fact like i want them to innovate with technology and like retail but like can you like pay a tax though that's why i'm so opposed like all you gotta do is do the right thing i don't give a fuck about your shareholders it's not in your shareholders interest to not pay tax because they're american citizens most of them i would i would hope which they're probably not they're probably foreign adversaries or whatever the hell but that's neither here nor there jeff bezos he makes an incredible amount of money and out of response to the backlash that he got last year from announcing because they have to announce these things publicly that's why it's like the american government is like not all bad because the little bit of protections that we do have like if you make money you have to announce it publicly if it's publicly traded you know it's like stuff like that that like just makes sense but out of as a, as a response to his profit announcement of you know whatever however many millions of dollars or billions of dollars it was last year he donates 100 million dollars to charity and of course this goes around social media and there is no specific charity there is nothing specified at all just a very specific amount of money donated to help homelessness so of course the people were not impressed neither was i i'm like of course you would donate money to a private charity and just just pay public tax support the public you could do some corporate welfare and encourage your corporate friends you could encourage your shareholders to you could convince your shareholders that they could pay tax and still be okay like you could do some corporate you i would be i would be more impressed with if he went around and told his friends to pay tax or to donate to charity or to do something that actually changed the system but no he just does whatever you you know it's it's a formula it is what it is and i'm sure somebody will benefit but not the greatest good not the highest good and because his intentions are fucked up and that he don't give a fuck about nobody um it very clearly don't give a fuck about nobody because he's a very rich man and you can't get that rich without hurting somebody and literally not giving a fuck about who you hurt that's why all money ain't good money i'm good um if money wants to come my way that's completely fine um but what i'm not about to be out of here doing is hurting people to get it and there ain't no reason i need to do that because i got what i need and you know it is what it is but i would just be more impressed if he actually did something to change the situation of homelessness and not continually continuously contribute to it and then put a band-aid on it in the form of a hundred million dollar charity because he because he can like you have too much money 
Like you could just hire one PhD person and they could give you an answer. I know one right now. Anyway, um, and, uh, considering your 2009 flashback photos on Twitter uh, versus your 2019 ones, um, you know, some of you should have left those pictures there uh, and not shared them with me. Um, I looked great in 2009. I just looked vastly different than I do now. Um, but because uh, I've always looked this way, I've always been a very youthful face. But uh, oh, but yeah, it was just funny. It was actually kind of cute seeing all of you on Twitter with your 2009 pictures. But you should have left them in the past and maybe reminisced privately with your family. But uh, one last thing, um, or two le- two things, because I want to move on, uh, is that um, no three things actually. Wow, I'm on a roll today. Are you liking the hot topics? I'm doing hot topics. I um I was meditating and somebody told me to have fun, so so I'm gonna have fun. And when I say somebody told me to have fun, last week we were talking about channeling and like psychic shit and medium shit and all that kind of stuff and I don't I just I work with the earth I work with the earth spirit I work with the great spirit I work with God you know that's all I can do that's all I know about that so I only fuck with shit on earth and I might fuck with some like us some star beings maybe i don't really care and you know like when it come when i need to care i will care if i need to stare at the sun or the moon or whatever it is and i get something out of it but what i then i will care but right now what i'm getting out of my meditation is my connection with earth and just really trying to feel the environment and what i'm getting out of it is that evolution is key and i just love so before i move on um evolution is key and we're gonna move on from hot topics but the whole reason why i'm on hot topics is because i was meditating and i wanted to share with you that evolution there's it's always an iterative process and regardless of what happens good or bad you have to evolve so when I think of Summer Walker or um, what's the other one? Ari Lennox and they're mad, you know, they're mad about like, oh, people won't respect me for my for my craft and da da da. And people won't respect me for my social anxiety. They won't respect my emotions. They won't respect anything about me because I'm a black woman or whatever it is. But regardless have you attempted to evolve and i don't believe anybody and not evolve to please other people but like you your life is the sum of your experiences so you just have a greater sum of experiences so who are you gonna be you know like who are you gonna be who are you gonna be in then in that next moment like when you sum up your experiences and you get that subtotal who are you gonna be and you have to evolve and you have to be conscious of that and you have and there it's a process and 
you know, that's why Center of the Sun exists. It's my process of consciousness. I have to they record it. I have to record this process. I don't know what, what the hell is going on. But I just know that being a black gay man is like one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like consciously. Just like sit there and look at my life and be like, really? Really? Okay, we're gonna just like ignore that part, you know? Just like it's crazy. But you have to evolve or you have to find a way to cope. I don't know. But you know who's finding a way to cope these days? Hillary Clinton. She is out here not backing down. And I love it. I love every moment of it. And uh, she is not playing. She is um, going in on Donald Trump on on um, Twitter. And if you haven't seen her, if you haven't seen her tweets, go to my blog at Devon.org. D-V-A. U-G-H-N.org uh, and uh, find all these tweets and the cited sources because I'm going to be talking about a few things today. Um, in addition, I'm going to continue on with hot topics because that's just how I roll and I, I pulled these topics and I'm like, well, they're good topics. Today was, and I started to do hot topics because it was fun and that's what I've been getting from my divination these days. Kevin Hart I don't really want to talk about him, but he's getting on my nerves. Kevin Hart now has a Netflix show because of the anti-gay treatment he received on Twitter. Bitch, you're a whole asshole. That's all I got to say. And I will never support you ever again. And Center of the Sun does not support you. Um, When you say that you're going to break a dollhouse or something over your child's head because he's playing with dolls, no. We don't stand for that. Um... You're just mad because you're as tall as a dog as a dollhouse, and that it, you know it, it is what it is. Hurt people, hurt people. I don't got nothing to say about it. I'm not watching your shit. You're not funny. Um, you're short as fuck. You're not really got, you're goddamn cute. So there's no reason for me to even look in your direction. You mean nothing to me, and I have no reason to ever watch you again. On a lighter note, before we move on to um, our topic of evolution, Mariah Carey, I was just, I'm just really happy that Mariah Carey's children can sing. That was one of my greatest fears. I'm like, they look like weird. Like they're a little too energetic to, you know, like they're being weird to be like the queen, like the greatest singers spawn. Um, But they, you know, Mariah Carey, she's been marketing this fucking Christmas song. Thank God. I've been in love with that album since I was a child. Like, finally getting its acclaim. But she's, like, promoting all the songs on that bitch. And she is really out here with the the marketing and her children. She put her children up on a, you know, she has twins. And they can sing. They can hold notes and, like, do things with their voice. And I'm like, thank God. Like, the next era is born. Like, I'm going to be alive. I'm going to be alive for it. Anywho. So, I want to tell you, like, how to prevent a dead-end job. Like, I want to tell you how to prevent being at a dead-end job for, like, 30 years and then retiring from that bitch and being, like, super mad. So, this next segment is, um, you know, thinking about... I just, want you, I just want to encourage you to think about your... And not because you're about to retire... <laughs> Think about thinking about retirement 30 year before 30 years before it's time is what I think of as the only way to avoid hating yourself when it's all over. 
and I want to pose a question to you. Is a job even worth pursuing if you hate going there every day? Like literally. So many people have heart attacks and like diabetes and high blood pressure and Arthur and God knows what else. Countless illnesses. I mean, I've been exposed to TB. I have to get a flu shot every year just so I don't die of the flu um, because I've been exposed to so many things. You know, like there's just so many things like, but I like my job. So it's worth pursuing that even though I, you know, could die. Are you um, asking God for a new door? Are you a new door me, please? God, you know, like what's that? Um, that woman that I follow on YouTube too. your grandparents. They seem to miss the part about the crippling depression that that comes after working a dead end job. They seem my grandparents seem happy. Your grandparents seem OK. Maybe because they're retired, they don't got to do that bullshit no more. But. It was like maybe it was because it was an era that they worked with their hands or something. I'm not exactly sure. But there's something about the digital age that we live in right now. And there's something about you sitting at a desk all day that has raised your blood pressure at the it's at the tender age of 24 years of, you know, 24 years old or younger or around that age. And I've witnessed several people lament their job, you know, the end when they retired from their job they're just like oh my god i'm just so tired i just want to go home like uh, i'm over this like uh. and i'm just like oh are you expressing displeasure because you just want to stop or are you pissed that all of your efforts amounted to nothing and i'm like oh my god like i if i have to get woo, if I, if I get to the end of 30 years at, at a job and I pray to that I never have to work that long. I pray I get a husband that has money and knows what the fuck he's doing so I can just be just a, like an artist. That's my dream. Excuse me. I'm like getting being visited by a ghost right now because it's like I'm expressing my dreams, but I'm like yawning. But um, if you get to the end of a job and you hate it, and you're just ready to go and you're just like you're not happy you don't really have a party you don't want to have a party whatever and you're like i just want to go is it because you want to stop or is it because you're pissed that it all amounted to nothing and at the end of 10 years yes you're supposed to have more than 100,000 followers on youtube you know one of these people that i follow on youtube he's always complaining about like how he's done it for 10 years and i'm like well it's because you're mad you're not, you're not having fun, you know, you're not expressing yourself or if you are, you know, people, it's not resonating with people. And yes, at the end of 30 years, you should, you know, be healthy enough to take care of your two school age children. You should not be dying. I'm just like, <sighs> at the end of a marriage, yes, you should be excited to start over. But you're depressed and you don't want to date and you don't want to do and you don't want to do nothing. And at the end of a song, yes, you should be excited to carry on and do another one and continue singing and do more and can't sleep and it makes you excited. But for some reason, all these people, all these people are sharing their experiences, but no one is willing to examine the root causes of their complaints. The root cause, if you want to avoid it. Is that you're not finding that unique thing about you. 
You need to be excited about something. If you're not excited, you need to find that exciting thing. I'm like, come on. Like, I get excited about a lot of things. And if I don't have that, like, fluttering in my gut, like, I continue doing something else. I, you always got to find that joy. Your emotions are the key to understanding and healing yourself. That's the natural remedy today. And how do you do that? Well, the best thing that you could do right now that's free and that you could, you know, do on your phone after you get done listening to me is just record yourself stating the affirmations. You know how you do like a guided meditation or something like that? If you put it in your own voice, it seems far-fetched, but trust me. You change your subconscious by changing your thoughts. And you must physically, and your thoughts are physical things, they're thought forms, they're, they have a charge, and they move across the world. Your signals go out, and they can be measured. And you must physically change the way that you think. And you must change the way that you listen to yourself. So, you know how you talk to yourself? Or, well talk to myself but you might not talk to yourself but you should start but you say or say if you like hurt yourself or something you say ow out loud or something like you don't just say ow out loud because it's a response and you want other people to help you it's because you're like literally like telling yourself like this is wrong everything about this hurts like ow ow like pay attention like you're literally talking to yourself first and you hear yourself the loudest so if you record yourself with some power thought cards by Louise Hay, those are my favorite affirmations, then uh, you can just record your voice on your phone or a sound recorder or your computer. You can play some music in the background and make it less weird or, you know, just use silence. That's okay too, you know, and uh, you just affirm the fuck out of yourself though, because the neurons that wire together fire together. And if you look good, you feel good. And if you fake it, you make it like all of these things that people don't that think aren't real. Like even the ritual of it works and I have evidence that it works. Um, and I want you to report back, you know, email me host at centersun 21.com. Uh, and I really want to thank you for listening. Um, and I want you to try it, try it for a week. Do you feel different? How do you feel? If you feel different, what did you feel before? What changed? Um, and I have evidence. I wanted to share with you evidence today that sometimes just the ritual of doing something actually has a positive and clinical effect. Um, and that is called homeopathy. Homeopathy or homeopathy. Have you heard of homeopathy? It's the natural remedy that I'm going to be sharing with you today because it is the foundation of alternative medicine. It kind of is a general field that I know some doctors specialize in. It's becoming more common these days. I work at a college of medicine, so it's just like weird that people don't really talk about this. Um, there's osteop osteopathy as well that I always get it confused with. So homeopathy is a branch of uh of science of medicine what have you heard about it well regardless of the validity of the data 
that supports it or disproves it. I believe that homeopathy is important and it is in the human's best interest to understand how ancient wisdom informs modern science. So regardless of if it works, it obviously informed modern science. It didn't come out of nowhere and people still practice it today. So by dismissing it entirely, which is stupid because that's not how we roll in the center of the sun. We, we evaluate everything exhaustively. We don't, we believe in the highest order of the highest good and we have hope and we believe (laughs) we believe in ourselves we believe in the uniqueness of human potential in the universe and by dismissing it entirely this entire area of medicine that obviously has a positive effect regardless of if you can explain it with physics when there's clearly evidence and government institutions like my own supporting, at least some value is added over not studying it, dumb bitch. So the, and I'm really talking to the skeptical inquirer. I pulled a, I pulled a journal. I was pissed. I was like, really, like your whole premise is just being an asshole. Like get out of here. You're not even fun. Like get out of here. And regardless, since there's not enough evidence to support homeopathy or whatever it is. I can't take this to, to my boss and be like, look, this try this on patients. Like scientists are creating, you know, they're trying to use it as a bridge to modern science because there is an interest in learning how each individual organ, each individual thing works in all of the ways, not just in the one way that we th- view stuff with modern science. Um, everything cannot be explained with modern science. Like, what do you mean? You can't validate everything with modern science. And some shit just don't make sense. That's why we believe in God. Because it's like, well, unknown force, that must be God. Praise the Lord. Um, it's it's normal. You know, just like having an STD. It's like, it's, it's, it's normal to not be able to explain things. Being in the gray area is fine. Being neutral is fine. Being the observer, being the observer, is fine, and that's what homeopathy is. So I wanted to give you some information about it. What is it? Here, let me get this. Let, let me get the real journal out here. So, this the sources are cited on my blog, dbaughn.org. Oh my God! Please sign up. Um, it's free. You just use your email address, and if you want to donate. Um, to support the blog, you can donate 25 bucks a month or 200 bucks a year. If you can't afford that, just sign up and just your presence is greatly appreciated. Like, it's fine. It's totally cool, dude. Um, but homeopathy, you know, I would, if you want to learn more, I got the, all the sources up on my blog, just find them there. It's, it is what it is. It'll be featured right at the top. Um, or, uh, this, you know, I guess it'll be. For future reference, you guess you'll just have to search for homeopathy. But anyway, the efficacy of homeopathy, um, there is a review that I read. It's called Reinterpreting Homeopathy in the Light of Placebo Effects to Manage Patients Who Seek Homeopathic Care, a Systematic Review. And this uh, article is by Michelle Antonelli and David Danelli. And they are doctors, I believe, I don't know, or statisticians or somebody important at the Department of Emergency or Department of Medicine. That's where I used to work. Sorry. The Department of Medicine. This is like a habit to say that. It's really funny. 
the Department of Medicine and Surgery Institute of Public Health, University of Parma, Parma, Italy. And uh, this has something to do with Emory University in the United States here in Atlanta, Georgia. So they did like a nice little collab, a collabo with some statisticians over here. And basically, they define homeopathy as a system of alternative medicine invented by Samuel Hanneman in 1796 and based on the principle that, uh, like, cures like. Oh, I thought that was grammatically weird. Let me read that again. It's based on the principle that like cures like. Homeopathic remedies are substances that are highly diluted in water and alcohol that are few or even no molecules of the original compound found in the final product. So homeopathy is a medicine, basically. It's like a apothecary. You know how you go see a witch and she's like, boil, boil, toilet. No, we've never, no, you've never done that. But it's the same thing as what you would see on like TV. It's like kind of like a pseudoscience compared to our very toxic, like very intense medications that we take. Sometimes you don't need all that. And this review was very interesting because on the surface, you will be like, well, I guess we're just going to call it a placebo. But do you even know what a fucking placebo is? I bet you don't because I learned about what a placebo was looking at this motherfucking article and I'm sharing it with you. So basically there is not a lot of clinical evidence that homeopathy and homeopathic remedies work but there is also not evidence that it doesn't work either so that is what's interesting that that was the first thing that i found interesting about this article is that there's seems to be at least so a little bit of a positive effect it at least doesn't hurt you which is good um and that people are starting to view it as maybe it's less about the substances or the molecules because there's very few there's they they basically don't give you nothing they just kind of lay hands on you and say believe in the in the power of the sun or something but it is not inferior to a placebo effect and sometimes it's like well damn the placebo effect damn damn it worked for depression sometimes not doing something is better than adding something so we so sometimes a medication works, but it's not better than if you did nothing. And it's not better than if you tricked them, and, you know. And the thing about homeopathy, placebo, is that you don't have to trick nobody. They already know it don't work. They already know it's like a drop of vinegar in some water and be like, that's how you're going to get rid of IBS, girl. Um, or some oils and things and that's how you get rid of depression and it's like maybe it's not the oil maybe it's not the vinegar maybe it's the ritual so let's look at what the placebo is and i want to quote this article very verbatim because i was like um i barely know what you're doing and they're quoting everybody up in this bitch because they they looked at like 60 or you know or four thousand studies but they could only use 60 of them Um, But they screened like all these studies and it was very, very comprehensive. And basically they said that a placebo effect is a psychological or sorry, psychobiological phenomenon. 
that actively involves the brain underlying an anticipation of clinical benefit. Whereas, when referring to the overall benefit derived from a placebo treatment, we must refer to it as the result of placebo effects since there are many. This article goes on to say that, however, we can deduct a simple but meaningful logical consequence from the un sorry from the from the un sorry let me start over my bad i can't read i mean it's like it's small type let, let me look at let me let me bring the type up because this was good this was good i hope you're hope you're ready because i needed i wasn't i wasn't ready let me let me make it a new paragraph however we can deduct a simple but meaningful logical consequence from the upon reported results and make it a hypothesis that if homeopathy efficacy is at least comparable to placebo and if placebo treatments can be effective for some health conditions then homeopathy as a whole intervention may be considered as a placebo treatment obviously this last point needs to be experimentally tested i have chills like i am just like bitch modern science ancient wisdom let's bridge it let's figure it out let's experiment let's experiment let's make some clinical trials let's sometimes the ritual ritual as medication like nobody oh it's so cool it's so cool sometimes emotion have you seen the oa on netflix literally the o and a like the letter o and the letter a that's what it's called the oa just doing motions i need to finish the second season or something oh maybe i'll do that tonight but just the motion of it the reiki and the believing and the drinking of water you know just the motion can heal you the context it maybe it's the maybe it's the doctor maybe it's the homeopathic doctor making you feel better making you feel better about your life that's why they call it a placebo effect because everybody is different. Everybody's interaction with the doctor is different. So they can't control how you feel or they can't control the signals. Oh my God. They can't control the thought forms that are moving. We only look at stuff from physics. But if you listen to season three of Center of the Sun, we figured out that there are, we can we know that plants talk to each other and we know that they talk to each other outside inside and out and outside of our physical realm so why can't humans do the same thing there are unknown forces there are places that we can go that we can't we don't experience here in this realm and when i say go i mean like we're there like we just have to put our awareness we're already there. We just have to place our awareness there. You have to evolve. Wow. I don't know. You can read it for yourself. This is just my interpretation. The ritual, even the ritual of it. And people are always trying to be like, oh, this is woo woo. I don't even know where the fuck that term came from. Woo woo came from. But I was raised a Baptist. I was raised a whole supernatural. I believe in all that shit. So I'm like, I don't know. Makes sense to me. But isn't it better, wouldn't it be better to treat IBS with a ritual than a pill? If we said, go get on your knees and pray and do this thing and now you don't have depression, like that's why they say pray it away. It has a placebo effect and, and the placebo effect is only five to seven percent. 
you know like if they test the medicine there there's always a, they always like have a little percentage for it because they just know just the act of doing it can heal you or you create the conditions that cause the cascade of illnesses within your mind the biology of belief bruce lipton epigenetics unknown forces about consciousness the collective consciousness come on people it's so cool though what do you think have you read about do you know any homeopathic doctors apparently i do know one i should probably pick his brain one day but what do you think send me your thoughts host at centersun21.com also become a free member or you know you can give a monthly gift it is about to be christmas if you want to surprise your old pal um you can at devon.org it's spelled d-v-a-u-g-h-n.org and i look forward to seeing your email in my email box your email address in my email box Thank you for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go. 